There are some churches today that do not believe in any supernatural experiences. What about dreams? What about angels? Could they appear to you today? What does the Bible say? The only thing that I know of that we really have to go by to prove our doctrine is what does the New Testament Bible say? So I went there, and still do, to prove my doctrine. And I very frequently alter my thinking because of what I read in the New Testament Bible. As the Apostle Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2, So does God use dreams to lead his people today? Do we have examples of dreams used by God to lead disciples who have the Holy Spirit to lead them? We know by the Bible that God led his chosen people by dreams. We see many examples. But in the New Testament church, each individual has the Holy Spirit in him to lead him and to guide him. 1 Corinthians 3.16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? John 14.26, Jesus says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And Jesus also said in John sixteen thirteen, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, his own ideas, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So I questioned, does God still use dreams for the New Testament church? The only thing I know that we have as a guide today to show us what God's will is and what he is likely to do for us is the New Testament Bible. I've had people say, well, we don't go by the Bible. We have our own doctrine. That is insane. There is only one doctrine. There is only one church. There's only one body of Christ. God is the head. God inspired all words in the Holy Bible. 2 Timothy 3.16 I have confidence that the Holy Bible is written by the inspiration of God.
and that it is our guide so we can correctly deal with doctrine and follow God by his spirit. You can't follow by the letter of the law. You follow by the spirit of the law. It is the Holy Spirit who shows us what to do. So today we're going to look at what the scriptures show us about dreams and angels. What the New Testament scriptures shows us. The examples that we see God using dreams and angels with his disciples of the New Testament Bible who have the Holy Spirit and are born-again Christians. For that is exactly what we have. So if God does something with them, I think we can have faith that he could do it with us. What else can you base your faith on other than the written word of God? We look first at Acts chapter 12. This is an example concerning the apostle Peter. Herod had put Peter in the prison, and he was planning to kill Peter as soon as Easter was over. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quadrants of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for Peter. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night... Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon Peter, and the light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And Peter's chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, 
and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and knew not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that led unto the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. By this we see an example of a man who is born again. After the crucifixion and resurrection, he has the Holy Spirit in him. And yet God chose to send an angel to get him out of prison. Angels can do all sorts of miraculous things. You remember the tomb of Jesus after the crucifixion. The Jews sealed that tomb of Jesus with a giant rock so nobody could steal the body of Jesus. God sent an angel. It was like a great earthquake came and the men guarding the tomb so no one could steal Jesus' body. We're very afraid. That giant stone was moved away from the opening of the tomb of Jesus. When the women came the next day to bring spices to anoint Jesus' body, they first said, well, how can we get in the tomb, that giant rock is there but the rock had been moved and inside the tomb there was nobody there were two angels they looked like men they were dressed in white garments the account says the garments were whiter than any whitening could make them and they said to the women Why seek ye the living among the dead? He's not here. He is risen from the dead. So God sent this angel to get Peter out of prison. There are times that angels deliver messages from God to show us what to do. On January 10th, 1980, I was asleep in the night and an angel delivered a message to me 
from God. I didn't see the angel, but he spoke into my ear, and he said three words, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I was waiting for God to show me what I was supposed to do. When I heard that message, I knew KWJS had to be call letters to either radio or television. When I looked it up, it was a radio station. And I said to God, Are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And I heard immediately from God, call the radio station manager. That came into my mind. It was probably from the Holy Spirit telling me what to do. So that same morning, I called the radio station manager and I said, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long and send it to me. And if you fit our teachings, we'll offer you a contract. Within five days, KWJS had given me a contract. It's a 30-minute broadcast at the noontime hour to exhort the church. God set it all up and I'm sure caused the station manager to approve the message that I sent to him. For all I did was get a tape recorder and pray that I would record what God wanted. And the Holy Spirit was leading me in the recording by reminding me of Scripture And when he reminded me of a scripture, God had taught me to speak that scripture. And if he reminded me of a story or a happening, God had taught me to follow the Holy Spirit and speak that. So immediately I was put on KWJS. Now where does Hartford and Seattle fit in? By the end of the year, I was broadcasting from coast to coast on radio, starting with KWJS, and before the end of the year, God had given me a plan to pay for all the radio stations and put me on about 15 simultaneously from Hartford to Seattle. I know God leads us by angels. Some people at churches that I've attended often told about seeing an angel. What is really important is hearing an angel because he delivers messages from God to the church, to the individuals so that you will know what to do. I've often had messages delivered to me 
by the Holy Spirit bringing the thought directly to my mind or by angels appearing to me in dreams to show me what to do or what was going to happen. And because I could see examples in the New Testament Bible, I knew without any doubt God could do this today in the churches. My faith in that was very strong, knowing that. God uses dreams, God uses angels, God uses vision today with us to show us things to come or what's going to happen. And because these examples are in the Bible, we have faith to know God might do that where we are concerned as needed. Pam Paget acquired cancer in September 2022. The diagnosis came back. She had a, an advanced-staged bladder cancer. The main doctor said she would be dead in one to two years if her bladder was not surgically removed after being treated with chemotherapy. Pam prayed that there would be another way to deal with the situation without having to remove her bladder. A statement was printed by oncologists in a cancer publication which a pharmacist gave to Pam to prepare her for taking chemotherapy. The oncologist's statement was the same result might be achieved by using a combination of chemotherapy and radiation rather than removing the bladder. Pam believed that was the way she should go. God gave her several dreams in that period of time to show her what to do and also to give her confidence that the doctors would go along with what she wanted to do. There were five medical people involved in Pam's case. The doctors indicated that wouldn't work in her case and explained to Pam why it wouldn't work. None of the five medical people recommended doing this. But one of them said to Pam, Are you a Christian? And she said, Yes. And he said, I am too. And he said, Do you have peace about going this direction? Pam said, Yes. So he said, Well, I will set it up so that you have the right chemotherapy that works with radiation. 
She had already had three chemo treatments for bladder removal. They changed to another form of chemo, which would fit her taking treatments of radiation. At the end of the situation, they gave her tests to see the results of the treatment. God gave Pam a dream before the test showing her individuals in white jackets, which appeared to be doctors, were going through garbage bags looking for disease. They found none. So Pam, even before the test, felt they would find no cancer. The first set of tests took place in April 2023. The doctor giving Pam the test was preparing her by saying, now, don't worry, if we do find cancer, there's something else we can do. So he began to administer the test, and he was shocked. He said, well, this is great. There's no sign of cancer. Three times during the session, he said, this is great. There's a little redness, but no real thing to worry about. And the next test showed the same thing. The cancer was gone. But all during this cancer treatment and examination, Pam was led by God over and over through dreams. If you want to see and hear the complete story, look on Jesus Ministry Exhortation homepage. On the right-hand side, you'll see a reference link to both the podcast and the writing. So you can see the exact information that was recorded at the time this happened. I really feel sorry for the churches that don't believe in supernatural events and throw out all gifts of the Holy Spirit and even teach against the gifts of the Holy Spirit because they damage the faith of the individual Christians. We prove our doctrine by going to the New Testament Bible. If you can find a similar thing happening in the New Testament Bible, your faith should expand to show you it could happen today as God leads you and encourages you. I have had many times God has given me a dream to show me what's going to happen or to show me what to do. But I also know from the New Testament Bible that the ancestors, that people went before us, the 
apostles had been given dreams and angels had also helped them. So my faith was very strong and is very strong on this subject. Prove all things by reading the New Testament Bible, hold fast that which is good. Let your faith be built on the Word of God that you read in the New Testament Bible and cling to those examples. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.